0: Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome everybody to the Conversations. My name's Al Mecca. I'm here with the legendary Doodlebug, diggable Planets. I want to thank you for your time, sir.
1: No doubt, brother. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, no doubt, no doubt. All right, I want to start out. Um, what what made you get into hip-hop?
1: Ah uh, man. Uh, hip-hop was just... It was that thing to do, man, back in the days, man. I mean, I grew up in the burgeoning stages of hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? The beginning stages, it was real early, you know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. the only time you really um, experienced hip-hop was either like a block party or some DJ set up some equipment up in a park or in somebody's backyard or, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. It wasn't like readily available like it is now, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know what I'm saying? You had to seek it out. I mean, you heard legends. I was I was born and raised in Philadelphia. So you would hear legends of all the crazy fly stuff that was happening up in the Bronx, all the mixtapes that would start flowing down to Philly. You know what I'm saying? From um, Red Alert, you know what I'm saying? All those cats doing anything, uh, Grandmaster Flash, you know what I'm saying? Kid Capri, Ron G, all those mixtapes would, would blend down to Philly, and you would hear all the fly like freestyles of all these underground rappers, producers. You know what I'm saying? It was it was an ill thing. It caught it caught my interest, you know what I'm saying, and um, me and all my, my friends, man, that's all we wanted to do, man. Just hear more of that sound, that that rebellious sound that we that they called hip hop, you know what I mean. So we started right. it out. We um, started hanging around a lot of different local crews, like in Philadelphia. I was around uh, a group called the Grandmasters of Funk, which was led mm-hmm. by MC Perry P and um, DJ Cosmic Kev. And um, Jazzy Jeff, DJ Cash Money, um, is. yeah, it was a lot. Of, they were these, this is back in the early days before they was big time like they are now, you know what I'm saying? But they right. were block parties, they would be at the park, you know, uh, Belmont Plateau rocking out there with their live equi- with their equipment, live in the park on Sundays, and that's when you would get a chance to really hear hip hop, you know what I'm saying? The real hip hop, right. and it was dope. And from there, I was I was hooked after that, you know what I'm saying? After that, me and my friends did everything we could to try to hook up and create our own little um, setup in our house. We would take our mom's uh, turntables, speakers, you know what I'm saying, receiver, all that, and set it up. Mike, try to find makeshift microphones, you know what I'm saying? And we would sit there and just create our own little mini studio in our basement and um, try to uh, recreate that sound that, that that hooked us, you know what I mean?
0: Okay. Now, when, when you started rhyming, did, did you ever really think it would take off the way it did or or you just all it was just always something for fun?
1: I mean, at the time, it was about fun. It wasn't about the money. Nobody thought about the money. Nobody was making no money. You know what I'm saying? We were just right. doing it for fun. You know what I'm saying? It was an act of expression, an act of rebellion. You know what I'm saying? Opportunity for the first time to be heard. You know what I'm saying? To really be heard. You know what I mean?
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> so what what, what like... What were the main MCs that inspired your style? Would you say?
1: Ah, uh, man, early in the days, it was um, like I told you, MC Perry P was a big influence for for me, man. But out of Philadelphia, um, mm-hmm. people like uh, Rakim, MC Shan, Grandmaster Caz, Melly Mel, um, Kumo D. You know what I'm saying? These people were yeah. very influential to me. You know what I'm saying? Growing up as a teenager, hearing hip-hop for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, all I wanted to do was be like, just be like them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wanted to hear Grandmaster Kaz rhyme all day, man. He just like he, he was so dope. He had that street-level um, sensibilities, but he also had like a lot of information, a lot of knowledge. He dropped knowledge on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was clever and it was cool and it was fly you know what i'm saying
0: ain't and still be like Nah, still, still he still, still
1: is no joke i'm yeah all right Cass is still that man
0: all right now how, how did you form Dick- dickable planets
1: well the uh group and the concept was originally formed by my brother uh butterfly you know mm. what i'm saying um originally he's out of seattle washington and um, he moved to the East Coast, going to school. And he and I connected. I was going to Howard University in Washington, D.C. at the time. And he was a basketball player at University of Massachusetts. Okay. And um, we just saw each other a lot. You know what I'm saying? A lot of different uh, college parties. You know what I'm saying? We would see each other. And eventually one day we just connected. You know what I'm saying? Started started um, talking. You know what I'm saying? He started telling me about this idea he had called Diggable Planets and he was um researching me and he saw he, he noticed what I was doing at the time because at the time I was a part of a group called the Dread Poet Society based out of Philly. Mm-hmm. Me and my man Jay Truth and my man Bun. You know what I'm saying? We was uh we had a group called the Dread Poet Society and um he was doing this thing and he asked me if um I would be willing to help him develop this um, this group. You know what I'm saying, and put it together and I was like, hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? At the time, you know what I'm saying, anything that had to do with music, I was with it. You know what I'm saying? I was just wanted to be a part of it, you know what I'm saying? And he had a great idea. The idea of the the insect, um, you know what I'm saying, and how we all work together as one, put all egos aside, you know what I'm saying, and come up with these crazy insect names and do everything for the you know what I'm saying it's all about the collective, you know what I'm saying? Those were things that ideas that resonated with me, you know what I'm saying, from the gate, you know what I'm saying? I, he and I didn't speak the same, you know, lingo in terms of how we projected that philosophy. But when he when he spoke it to me, I, it connected. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. You know what I'm saying? It's all about the one. It's all about all of us, all for one, one for all. You know what I'm saying? That brand Nubian style type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, now, now so That's how
0: that's, how that's
1: how we connected, and uh, I knew Ladybug. From my days at howard university in washington dc that's her that's her hometown you know what i'm saying she was there okay. and um she was a part of uh, another rap group down there she was a dancer and um she and i connected you know what i'm saying through the hip-hop culture and we got mad cool she was mad cool and um through that connection of me and her i introduced her to uh ishmael and Ishmael saw the vision of, like, yeah, dope. yeah, it would be dope for all three of us to do this thing together. You know what I'm saying? I got this idea to go planets. I've been um, shopping a deal for a lot of different record labels up in New York. And a couple of people are interested. I just need y'all guys to come in, add some add your, add your flavor to it, and um demo up a couple of joints. And let's see, let's see if these people will really be hooked. You know what I'm saying? So we did that. And next thing I know, he called me out of the blue one day and told me that this record label called Pendulum Records was interested in the demo that we put together and wanted to sign us. And I was like, yo, that was crazy! I mean, it was like, <laughs> it seemed mad surreal, you know what I'm saying? Because that was the last thing yeah. on my mind, you know what I'm saying? I always wanted to do hip hop, and it was a
0: dream, but it didn't, seem, right. it, seemed
1: like a, it didn't seem like an attainable dream at the time, you know what I'm saying?
0: Right. You just having fun with it. Just
1: having fun with it, you know what I'm saying? And just doing things, being free, you know what I'm saying? Being creative, you know what I'm saying? And um, so being signed to a label was just the icing on the cake, you know what I'm saying? It was an All opportunity right. now to be seen and heard everywhere, you
0: know what I mean? Now, now how how long were you at Howard? Did, did you uh, get your degree or did you kind of drop out? How, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man, you're trying to get, oh, that's a touchy subject. I, I never got my degree, man. I, I regret that big time. Uh-huh. I regret that. I was there for a couple of years. Um, okay. Music took over. Music took over you know what I'm saying my heart, my soul, you know what I'm saying, right. and um it became everything to me, you know what I'm saying. it got to the point where I, I got on academic probation because i was I was barely going to class now, you know what I'm saying, because at this point it was all about hip hop i I connected with some uh like minded individuals at Howard and we started a promotion company and we started doing parties down at Howard you know what I'm saying we started making mad money doing that, you know what I'm saying, so yeah. it got it, it distracted me, you know what I'm saying we we uh, we were the first ones to bring Salt and Pepper down to DC, and we did a party. We did a homecoming party with Salt and Pepper down in DC back in the day. We brought Justice Just down to DC. Um, it was mad. We had mad fun, man. You know what I'm saying? And because yeah. of that, it kind of distracted me and um, took me off my academics. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> but um, but it also. But at the same time, it opened me up to a whole other world. I started meeting mad people, and through those associations and parties and all that, is how I met Ishmael. And how you know what I'm saying the whole digital kind thing came together, you know what i mean
0: that that's beautiful and and I think what's so dope though for real is that that era of m c s and musicians there's a college background yeah, yeah. And, and it's and it's spoken on to where it seems like nowadays peop you know you don't really hear people even speak on college. You, you know, and I think it kind of reflects in the music you know spe- especially the lyrics, you know what I'm saying, but I, I think the biggest thing about y'all to me though was like y'all really brought something to the game I had never seen like it was it was just like it was it was just a real different vibe, but
1: that's what's up No yeah. respect left respect you know.
0: And so so how how did it feel the first time you was, like, on Yo MTV Raps? Like, you seen your video on there. Man,
1: that was crazy. That was a crazy situation. <laughs> I mean, I think I was chilling. I think some, one of my friends hit me up and was like, yo, man, your video is popping on, on MTV right now. I was like, what? I, I, was, <laughs> I was running through the house trying to find the remote control, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> trying to get to that, trying to find MTV. Finally got to it. I missed it that first initial time when you told me about it. But I, but the fact that somebody saw it, somebody other than myself and, and and my other two members of the group saw it, you know what I'm saying, it was crazy exciting to me. And eventually when I did see it, it blew my mind, you know what I'm saying, to see me and my people on, you know what I'm saying, on a show that we've been watching like all our life, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, for all our hip hop life, yo MTV yeah. raps, rap city, that was it. You know what I'm saying? You just sit back and and wish you dream one day that you'd be on there, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that we got on there was, was dope, man. It was real dope.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Where was um where was where where's your favorite place to perform? Did you have like any particular venue anywhere that that's just always extra yeah. special to you?
1: There's a few, but I mean any place that allowed us to rock, man, was a great time, man. We always had a great time. Most of the places we performed. This there's, there's certain cities that uh vibe with me a lot more than others you know what i'm saying like i i love like the south of france it, always a good time in the south of france london always a great time los angeles always a great time in los angeles the the vibe is always dope the bay area atlanta um chicago uh new york city my hometown philly of course you know what i'm saying always good vibes you know what i'm saying so the Every time I go to those places, I got a lot of friends. I got family. You know what I'm saying? And and the fans just, like, just show us mad love. Like, you know what I'm saying? So those are yeah. some of my favorites right there, man.
0: So so the first time you went overseas, were, were you surprised at how they uh received y'all? Like, you know, explain that experience.
1: Nah, man, yeah. Of course. I mean, I'm a kid from Philly, man, from North Philadelphia. I've never been – outside of the country ever, you know what I'm saying, prior to music. Music took me around the world a few times, and that was dope. The first time we went, I think we went to London, and um our record label took us out there, and we did a couple of, we had to do some press out there, and a couple of showcases, and it was crazy, man. You know what I'm saying, the fr- to see people driving on the wrong side of the, you know what I'm saying, on the <laughs> other side. I, I shouldn't say the wrong side, because the name was the right, right. side. I just wasn't used to that. It was crazy to me, man. To see people driving on that side, the accents, the culture, you know what I'm saying? Just it was different. It was mad different. I was like sitting there just soaking it all up, you know what I'm saying? But it was it was different, but it was also the same, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in well, certain right. ways. You know what I mean? Of course, racism was everywhere, you know what I'm saying? No matter where you go, I, I realized that once I started traveling the world, I realized that it wasn't uh, just an American, you know what I'm saying, thing. It yeah. was, this is a worldwide uh, sickness, you know what I'm saying?
0: Wow that that's that's crazy. Now you're a family man, right? No so over the last couple of years, you know, with this whole pandemic thing, how, how have you and your family been holding up throughout this, you know, these events going on?
1: Uh man, we've been doing good, man. I mean, in fact the pandemic, in a way, kind of brought us together closer, you know what I'm saying um my kids and I gotten super close um you know, because of the pandemic, they couldn't go to school, so I had to become their teacher, you know what I'm saying, and that definitely brought us a lot closer, you know what I'm saying we spent a lot more time together, take a fam a lot more family walks, bike rides, mm-hmm. hikes, going on family you know little trips, you know what I'm saying, just us together, you know what I'm saying. That was fun because prior to the pandemic, I was on the road a lot. You know what I'm saying? We all at school, you know, wife working, you know what I'm saying? So wasn't we weren't always together, you know what I'm saying? So the pandemic kind of brought us together a lot more than it did before. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Just just, just kind of brought that unity back like this is what family is all about. Yeah, no doubt. That That's beautiful. Now, um... Will you be hitting the road or are you are you working on any projects coming up? Should we be looking for anything from you?
1: Yeah, um right now I'm in the process. My part my, my business partner, Thomas view, he and I wrote a um a comic book long time ago. Long like time long time ago, man. It was a long time ago. And we kinda like forgot about it, put it on the back burner. And the pandemic, like we were saying, you know what I'm saying? It kinda of brought back a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? And this was one of the things because of the pandemic, it, it, I had a lot of a lot more free time than I had before. And I started digging through bored one day. I was digging through a bunch of old files and I and I came across the old stories that out that we wrote for our comic book series. And mm. we started talking and then we um we started reviving the whole idea again, you know what I'm saying? So right now I'm in the process of getting this um the first episode out you know what i'm saying we are trying to get um the first comic book is going to be out it's going to be a leather bound limited edition copy you know what i'm saying each each panel was um is a piece of artwork that a sister named Kimla D out of Virginia she drew each panel in um oil oil paintings and we we took digital pictures of them you know what i'm saying and we, we turned them into we wrote, we wrote stories around each each of the panels, you know what I'm saying? And we're creating it into a book, you know what I'm Ooh. saying? And it's gonna be a leather-bound book. And I, I, it's a passion project for me, you know what I'm saying? I'm very wow. excited, been working on this for a long time. And finally, going to. I think we're finally at a point where we're gonna actually publish this thing, you know what I'm saying? So I'm proud of that. I'm working on some music videos with my, my son, my son and I have been doing some songs together, and that's that's another proud popper moment for me. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. we got a song out now called Like Father, Like Son, and a video mm-hmm. out on YouTube if you want okay. to go check it go out. out. Right. You know, what I'm saying that's out. He's working on some independent films, and um, he's doing his thing. I'm very proud of him. He's doing music, doing independent films, producing uh, things like that, re- real estate. So I'm very proud of that of the young man. You know what I'm saying? He's coming into his own. You know what I mean? So things like that is what I've been working on. Um, i got a lot of producer, a lot of pro- projects that I've been kind of, like, sitting on because I've been mad busy and doing other things. But I'm trying right. to, like, get back into them, like, some projects that I've been putting on hold for a long time. So I've just been sitting around writing, reading. And i um, trying to get these projects finished up, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I kind of put them on hold for too, way too long, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I, that's what I'm working on, man. At the same time, just trying to, you know what I'm saying, self-care. You know what I'm saying? Trying to take yeah. care of myself as best I can, you know what I mean? Um, uh, spread love, you know what I'm saying? Spread love. Yeah. There's a lot of hate out here in this world, man. Man, yeah. yeah. out here, man. Yeah. Hopefully through the music and through interaction with other human beings we can try to like you know what i'm saying fight that shit you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah uh, <clears throat> um what what's the biggest thing you've learned about yourself during the pandemic like like a personal thing that you learned you kind of learned or rediscovered about yourself and my my
1: pers- I, I learned how strong my perseverance man is just i i, I didn't give, i didn't give up i could have gave i could have given up you know what i'm saying i mean i could have said whatever you know what i'm saying i I'm at the right age. I've done a lot of things in my career, you know what I'm saying? And I could have just said whatever, and just went into the, you know what I'm saying? Disappeared into the ether, you know what I'm saying? But the passion I have for this culture, for the music, it's just, this pandemic, it also, it reminded me of that. You know what I'm saying? It reminded me sitting around, you know what I'm saying? In my thoughts, you know what I'm saying? And and having a lot of time to really contemplate what, what I'm trying to do, what I want to do in the future. And, um. I realized, man, that, you know what I'm saying, I ain't going to never stop, man. That's a lot of ageism in the world, man, but I ain't going to never stop, man. Just, you just can't <laughs> stop. Once you start, once you do something that you love, man, you got, you got yeah, a passion yeah. for, you, why would you stop? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I wasn't making money when I was a teenager doing this, so whether I make money or not, I'm going to continue to do this. And I've been blessed and lucky enough to have um, had a career that um, – was filled with a lot of ups and a lot of downs, and it it made me who I am, you know what I'm saying? It strengthened me, and it built that perseverance within me, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to stop, man. I mean, I'm going to do – but but, what the thing is that I've come to learn is that I don't do things on people's time anymore. I do things on my own time. I do things when I want to do it, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to force nothing. I'm not going to rush anything because that's when it gets – Corny and whack, you know what I mean? Right. So, and I, I've done that a couple of times in the past, and, I, and the older I get, I realize that just take your time, man. Just do what you do. You know what I'm saying? If, if people feel feeling it, they're going to feel it. If they not, they're not. You know what I'm saying? You just got to do you. You can't worry about what other people think and how are people going to respond to what you do. You know what I'm saying? You just got to do you, you know what I'm saying? And enjoy it. And enjoy, and exactly, and enjoy. it. If, if it's genuine and original, I think like minded individuals will, will, you know what I'm saying? Will, Correspond and, and 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 gravitate towards that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right. I,
1: that's something I learned about. That's something I learned. I, I knew that before, but so, you know, sometimes you just gotta remind yourself, renew your history. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
0: So, some kind of kick it in the gear, like you know what? Yeah, exactly. Let me get on this.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: I feel you. I feel you. Now it's it's a lot of young artists nowadays, what, you know, in in kids really trying to get into this music thing, what advice would you have for them as far as trying to get into the music game?
1: Oh, man, I mean, just stay true to who you are, you know what I'm saying? And make sure that you uh, build a team of like-minded individuals who you don't have to babysit, you know what I'm saying? Because when you got to babysit people, it ain't going to work, man. It ain't going to work, man. We all adults. You know what I'm saying? And this is this is a business. You got to make, you have to get with people that have made a conscious decision that, look, yeah, we with you. We, we with you. I, I, I see your vision. You know what I'm saying? I see where I can fit in and also at the same time uh, help you as I'm helping you. I help myself. You know what I'm saying? You got to have people like that around you. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a a give-and-take, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a, a live-and-learn type of situation because you're going to swear that you, you thought this person was the one and then they're going, going, they're going to find out later on, oh, man, this cat right here was half-assing it or they didn't really believe fully into the project like you wanted them to or you all, uh, really? constantly had to constantly call them and, no, you, yo, did you do that? Oh, man, you know what I'm saying? You can't be around. I learned the hard way. You can't be successful unless you have pe- people that are really... Trying to do it like you trying to do it, you know what I'm saying? Because if not, it's just gonna be a friction and it's gonna hold you back. And sometimes, I mean, you you can always maintain your friendship. You don't have to stop being friends with somebody because they don't want to do what you want to do or or how you want to do it. You know what I'm saying? This is we all individuals, but you gotta learn who's best for your friendship and then who's best for your business, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You gotta sometimes you don't separate. We we could be cool. I, I I would get at you. When I'm not doing my business, but when I'm doing my business, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, forgive you know, forgive me, but I gotta do what I gotta do. You know what I'm saying? We, I'll meet you over at the bar. We can smoke. You know what I'm saying? We can drink. We can laugh, yeah. at, chop it up. But if you ain't really trying to do this, you know what I'm saying? I, I advise people to 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 do their best um, interrogation of their friendships and figure out who is the ones that will best help them. Get to where they want to go you know what I'm saying because you're gonna need a squad to help you do things everybody in your squad can't be on the mic everybody on the squad can't be on stage man and everybody right. be trying and that's where it messes up man I mean so <laughs> if everybody did their business and then then on the night of the show we all on stage that's cool but if everybody's on stage and then when we're not on stage everybody's just running off doing whatever They ain't really caring they ain't retweetin'. post yeah. ain't retweeting the posts, ain't helping to push the, the music on the social media, ain't willing to um, take that hundred dollars that you was going to go spend on weed or a pair of sneakers and invest it in yourself and into what we trying to do, then it, it ain't going to work, man. I had to learn that the hard way, man. So I really advise you just to get a team of like-minded individuals who really bout it, about it, you know what I'm saying? And then just do your thing, man. And don't worry about what nobody else is saying. You know what I'm saying? If it's if there's no guarantee it's gonna work, you know what I'm saying? But just yeah. do it, you know what I'm saying? You just, if you don't do it, you ain't never gonna know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: I I, mean, I feel 100 percent because like a lot of times we want our friends to believe in our dream and our vision. Yeah. And and they, they they'll wanna see you make it, but sometimes they don't quite get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then we'll get frustrated, be ready to throw. I just say throw the uh, baby out with the bathwater, like like <laughs> you said. No, let's maintain the friendship. We get, can't do business.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> wow, man, that that's I know p- people going to eat that up, man. People going to eat that up. Now, when when you when you hitting the highway, what 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 you listening to right now? What what's, what's in, what you putting in your ear?
1: Uh, I've been listening to. Um... Reef the Lost Cause, I've been listening to this sister um, named Backwood Sweetie, she's pretty dope. She's a dope rapper. I like her a lot. I like her style. Um, Emma C is another dope rapper. Um, Lizzie Jeff, West Coast Wave Priestess, you know what I'm saying, out of Los Angeles. She's super dope. this r singer, producer out of Los Angeles, her name is Asta Mari. She's also very dope. Been listening checking her out, you know what I'm saying? Um, A cat out of um, Fresno named BKR. Baker Raps, you know what I'm saying? That's my man. He dope. Check him out. Ill, 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 lyricist. Uh, my man BKR. Um, My man MC Wicks, a young boy out of Fresno, is super dope. Um, uh, I've been listening to a lot of poetry by my friend Ursula Rucker I've, mm. been, I've been digging in her uh, catalog you know what I'm saying Okay. getting some of her inspiring words you know what I'm saying and um, I'm an old school dude so I listen, I listen to a lot of old school I don't, my son Puts me on to, and my daughter puts me on to a lot of the new music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I ain't got nothing against it. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I mean, really? I didn't like. I didn't like. I don't like all the old music. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, there's no way you gonna like all the new music, but yeah, you just like what you like. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Vibes. Yeah. Is, you you feel it. And there's a lot of new music out there that I'm vibing with. I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. That that that's why I tell people like sometimes they when they get to beating the young cats upside the head. I like we ain't like everything back then. Yeah. We well, ain't like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's impossible. Word. Give me um. I, I want you to give my my audience one book recommendation. You think they should read? Give me one book recommendation.
1: Um, I think you should go out and read the book by Wise Intelligent. It's called um. The dumbing down—I think it's called the dumbing down of a rapper. Three-fifths of MCs. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm killing the title, but it's something like that. It's called the dumb down, dumb down, dumbing down of a rapper, and okay. um, it's by Wise Intelligent of uh Poor Righteous Teachers. You know what I'm saying? About right. this funky joint. It's a right. very good book. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a book that if you're into music, the music industry. You know what I'm saying? It's a book you should read. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay, yeah, I'm definitely check that out. I, I was not aware of that, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely look that up. Yeah. Man, dude, but my brother, I want to thank you so much for your time, man. I, I know you're busy and you're a soccer dad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my son is getting good. I remember back in the day, he couldn't even get to the, he couldn't even kick the ball. Now the young boys out there, little doing moves and like yeah, you know I'm saying like they're doing good, man. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of my little. Yeah. Young boy.
0: Hey. And, and a my lot daughter of, too.
1: Don't sleep. My daughter's my daughter's coming up too. She's getting good at it too. Yeah. yeah. My my granddaughter
0: plays soccer. That, that's that's why I what I thought it was funny. That's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. Yeah. All right, man. You and your family stay blessed and stay safe. And once again, I want to thank you for joining me on Conversations, my brother.
1: Ah right, man, peace, my brother. Thank you for having me,
0: man. All right, peace. All right. One love. One.